0: You're listening
1: to Advisors On Call.
0: This is the Advisors On Call podcast with fiduciary wealth manager and founder of Advisors On Call, Greg Ramirez. I'm Cheryl White. Greg, this week, I'd like to talk about retirement savings accounts. Now, some of them we know about or think we do, but I'd like to get your take on them, what they really are, and what we might need to do with some of those as we move forward closer toward retirement. So let's start with a 401k, because I think most of us have had one or have one right now.
2: What a 401k is, folks, is basically it allows you to put away money when you're employed, and you can take money on a tax-deferred basis, pre-tax dollars. So let's say, for example, you make $50,000 a year, and you're going to put away, let's say, 10%. So 10% of 5,000 $50,000 Fifty thousand is five thousand dollars. That money will be taken away from your gross amount of income. So instead of making fifty, now you're making forty-five because that five thousand goes into your four hundred one k plan. Now, unfortunately, what's happened is that a lot of employers don't match anymore. So in the past, if you know, I would tell people if they match 5%, do at least 5%. And then if you can do 10% so that you're actually putting away 15%. So that would mean, so let's take this example here. You make 50,000, you're putting away 10%, that's 5,000. The company is matching you 5%, that's an additional 2,500. That's $7,500 that you're saving per year. Now, the beauty of having a 401k plan is that as it's building, It allows you to invest in, you know, there's at least about 10 to 20 sub accounts. And those accounts are, unfortunately, all that you get to use within your 401k plan because that's whatever the administrator does for the company that you work for, they allow you to have certain options of, of investment strategies. Another advantage of a 401k plan is that you have a loan provision. So you can borrow up to $50,000. And that's the maximum that you can borrow out of a 401k plan is $50,000. And now the beauty of it is that when you have a 401k plan, if you want to borrow for uh, maybe a first-time home purchase, you could take a loan for up to 360 months. So that's a long Mm -hmm. time. Um, If it's a hardship loan, it's usually 60 months. If you're buying a car, it's 60 months. So guess what happens, folks? You become the bank. And then in addition to that, with you being the bank, you're paying yourself back. So one of the things that I like to do with a 401k plan, like when we have a market like this, sometimes I tell people, let's do reverse dollar cost averaging, where basically you're putting money back. So even though the market is down, you're buying shares back at a lower price. That's one of the things, that's a strategy Mm -hmm. that I like to employ when it comes to a 401k plan. Now, one of the other things you can do is you can have what's called a Roth 401k. And basically the biggest difference with a Roth 401k is that you're putting in after-tax dollars. Remember, on a 401k, you're putting in pre-tax. On a Roth 401k, you're still allowed to save the same amount of money, but the contributions are on an after-tax basis. And that's the primary difference between the two. The next one I'm gonna go over is an individual retirement account. So on an IRA, you have two types. You have a Roth IRA and a regular IRA, very similar to the 401k plan. However, with a regular IRA, If you're under 50 years old, you can put away $6,500 a year. So for some of you that don't have access to a 401k plan, what that means is that that $6,500, you can get a tax deduction off of your gross income if you have an IRA that you're putting into. Now, if you're over 50, you get it called a catch-up provision of $1,000. So that means you can put $7,500 into a regular IRA. Now, the fundamental difference between the Roth and a regular is very similar to a 401k plan, is that on a Roth IRA, you're putting away after-tax dollars. Now, you do get the $1,000 contribution if you're over 50, but the beauty is that when you're 70 and a half, well, actually 73 now, You don't have a required minimum distribution on the Roth IRA. And in addition to that, when you take the money out of your Roth IRA in the future, it's income tax free Mm -hmm. on a regular IRA. Yeah, you got the deduction up front. However, it's tax deferred. So it's taxable as income to you. So my recommendation, do a Roth IRA first before you do a regular IRA, because saving that money and letting it compound over the future, you're not going to lose.
0: Is there a reason you might want to have an IRA without, say, not a Roth? So put in pre-tax Yeah, because dollars? if you're a high
2: earner and you have a 401k plan, you know it's one way to save on taxes. You can put away up to about, I think, fifty dollars because you can do the employer and then the employee match. That's the maximum you can put away into a 401k plan. So it does have benefits. And of course, you can borrow against it. You become your own bank. I think that's huge. Now, I'm also going to talk about a SEP IRA, which is a simplified employee pension plan. A SEP IRA for people that are self-employed, it basically has the same similar parameters to a 401k. However, you can't borrow against it. Oh, okay. That's one of the disadvantages with the SEP. You cannot borrow against it. Now, when you're self-employed, you can put your money in there. Obviously, you can do your own employer-employee match. That's depending if you have it set up as a corporation. Now- In terms of investment vehicles, one of the key differences is that when you have a SEP, you basically manage that on your own, so you have options that everyone else has to in a brokerage account. You can have alternative investments, you can have annuities, you can have ETFs, mutual funds, closed-end funds, private equity. You can't do that with a 401k plan. You could do that with a Roth IRA, but with a SEP, you have more investment options.
0: I wouldn't know where to begin. Is that something that you could help with as a financial advisor?
2: So as a financial advisor and a fiduciary, I can help you and tell you what's best for you. So give us a call and we will be more than happy to help you out. Now the final one is a Supplemental Executive Retirement Plan. Now the reason why I like to talk about these is for people that are business owners, let's say you have a SEP and you maxed it out and you still have more money that you wanna put away. You are entitled to have a Supplemental Executive Retirement Plan, which is insurance based by the way. That'll allow you to put 50, up to $250,000 away. And it gets taken away from the gross amount of income from the corporation, gets put into the SERP, Then later, when you take it out, you're not going to take it out as a withdrawal, folks. You're going to take it out as a loan. Because remember, the primary reason why we're doing this is for tax deduction purposes. Yes, there's growth, but we're not really looking at the growth portion. We're looking at the tax deductibility and what you're saving in taxes. And you're going to have a future plan for retirement. And that's what a surplus. You can put as little as $10,000 away. There is no maximum. You know, there are certain limitations because we don't want to get what's called a modified endowment contract. So depending on your insurance policy, the maximum you might be able to put in is like 30 or 40,000 in one year. But minimally, you want to put five to 10,000. And that's what a supplemental executive retirement plan. So it's just another way of maximizing retirement savings after you've maxed out your SEP or your 401k plan.
0: Greg, is it possible to have too much money in one of these accounts? And I don't mean too much in financial terms, but too much in terms of portfolio?
2: No. Well, most of the time I see people overweight. Like the biggest asset that people have is a 401k. And if that's the case, once you retire, as you get closer to retirement, because remember when you're 59 and a half, folks, you can do what's called an in-service rollover. And sometimes you can do it even before. It depends on what your plan allows, your employer plan does. You can do an in-service rollover. When that rollover is in-service, you can take it and put it wherever you want to invest it. That will allow you to diversify your portfolio because remember, you only have 10 or 20 sub-accounts. Usually that's about the average in a 401k. I've never seen 50 sub-accounts. You want to have that diversification so that way you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Doing that rollover will allow you to do that and to change the investments that you have.
0: Thanks, Greg. Some great information today about retirement savings accounts. And we invite you to check out all our podcasts with information on helping you make the most of your money and build a successful retirement so you can live the retirement that you're planning for, that you want to live. Greg Ramirez has been helping Southern California families do just that for 25 years. We can be found also every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM790 KABC. Hope to have you along next Saturday.
1: We know life is busy, but anytime you have a question about your retirement, drop us a message online at advisorsoncall.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Greg Ramirez at Advisors on Call, a state-registered investment advisor. Advisors on Call in this radio station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product. And the information you hear should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with competent tax, legal accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and suitability of any investment ideas. Certain investment ideas contain substantial risk, are illiquid, and may only be appropriate for accredited investors. Passed performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed may be worth less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. None are offered or sold through Greg Ramirez at Advisors on Call. Comments regarding a particular client's experience may or may not be the same as another client's experience. Do not guarantee future investment success and should not be indicative that any client or
2: prospective client will experience the same same or a higher level of investment performance.